Shalom. This is Hayden here with Tom. Tom, how's it going? Good. I'm just entering my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, this is this is again, yet again, this is unterritory for us because the hockey dudes have decided to tackle very tameable terrain, and that is the Zoom terrain. But we are making it very difficult. My first time. It's you know what, Tom. This is my first time, so. So I'm new to the Zoom game. Uh, glad to be part of it. I guess it was only a matter of time. Yeah, I mean it was only a matter of time. Uh, <laughs> go, go Zoom. Go Zoom. So, let's waste no time, Tom. Yeah, I we, wish I could read my messages in the chat out loud, but I can't. I, I wish I could read your messages, too, that you were sending in the chat to me. But... those out loud. That's bad. I mean... The, we crushed them, Tom. The Jag, yeah, the J- I think before the series started, I think... I don't know if I said my official take on the podcast, but I was definitely going around town. Saying that I love the Jackets matchup against the Maple Leafs. I think we both said that we were going to win the series. I think, yeah. I think we, I think we both were very open about the I, fact I, that the Jackets were favored in our eyes. I think this was definitely a time we were like, yes, we can most likely win this series. Last year was against Tampa. Let's be real. We were just like, this might not go well. The year before that was Washington. We were like, maybe we stand a chance. And then the year before that was Pittsburgh, and we were like, oh, God. But like, but I think last year proved that the Jackets go very well. The Jackets go very well when going up against teams that predominantly use their skill to be other teams. And the Jackets, dude, they were banging bodies on board, man. I would also say it, it probably took Torts a couple years, those first couple years, to, like, get his team to have a real good feel for postseason hockey. Like, most of those guys, not even most of those guys, only a few of those guys had, like, one or two postseason trips. I, I think I was just thinking about this in the car today. The Jackets just used their physicality to dominate the Lightning last year, and – that didn't transition over well against the Bruins because I think the only thing that was in mind last year was we got to get, we got to get past the first round. Like we got to get over that hump as a franchise. And then you got over that hump last year as a franchise past the first round that you were like, okay, we don't know what to do in the second round. But now that you experience that second round, you have that second round experience. It makes beating a team in the first round essentially less exciting or less like you don't get that Xbox achievement unlocked. No, like last year. Well, and especially our first, our first first round victory was sweeping one of the best teams to ever play in the NHL. Sweeping. You really could like for a first round victory, you really can't ask for anything else. But it wasn't the goal. Like, we had to print that on T-shirts. It, it was yeah, so it was amazing that we had to print that on T-shirts to remind ourselves so, as a fan base that it wasn't there the are, goal. There are a possible three more rounds. This is not the goal. Yeah. Um, 
we essentially just played a, I would say, a lesser version of the Tampa Bay Lightning from last year. I yeah. think that's fair to say. I'd say they had the same offensive firepower, but Tampa's had a better blue line. They're without sevens, potentially. Victor Hedman. They're potentially without uh, breaking. Steven Stamskos. Who's going to break the news to Steven Stamskos? They got eight six, and that's it? Yeah, dude. They, like, I I don't want to get ahead of the ball here, but, like, I love the Jackets in this series. I mean, they got Tyler Johnson. Uh, Alex Kalorn. They got um, Braden Point. Braden Point, Ryan McDonough. They still got some good studs. Uh, those guys. They got a. Uh, oh my gosh. Sorelli. Totally blanking on Sergachev. They got Sergachev too on the blue line. Yeah. Um. So and all those guys were a part of the team last year, so they'll remember. They remember very vividly what happened last year. So they got that going for them. So. We just got to take the jump to him, like, first puck drop. So, should we, like, talk about the Toronto series, like, real quick, like, our thoughts through it? Or should we, we just move on? Them. Should we, we just – we, we were in their kitchen. Like, we – them. We what? We SF'd them. SF'd them. We SF'd them. If you see us in the streets, ask us what it means. If you know, you know. If you know what SF means, that's what we did. We SF'd them. But – uh, we w keyed we w keyed them hard, like we saw them down and we pushed them. It should have been a four game series. It's fine. It's whatever. Sports works that way. Uh, it was only fitting that they got a three zero comeback too. Um, ours was cooler because we had a hat trick. So ours was cooler. So screw that. And we ended up winning the series too. And we ended up winning the series, so it actually like mattered more. And then yesterday we just or last night I should say we we just put the we put the floor to them. So, yeah, real quickly, let's just talk about at the end of game four. Like, I think I think Jackets fans legit thought the series was over. And I think you did too, and I did. We went to hockey the next day on Saturday morning after Friday night's debacle, and I think we both said we're not watching sports anymore and that we're no, not I, gambling on I, the game. I asked I you. I, I asked you the hypothetical question. But, but, like, real quickly, I asked you the hypothetical question. Do you take the – of betting on the t- – I just talked about betting, and you were like, no, I'm not doing it. And you know, I was like, no, I'm not doing it either. But then we bet on it. But then, but then after – on Sunday morning, we woke up. We realized it's a one-game takes all. We got it's the a, bad taste out of our mouths. We got the bad taste out of our mouths. We know how the Jackets play when everything's on the line. And, like, let's not move past the fact that the Jackets just – essentially won their first ever like franchise game seven yes essentially and two shutouts first two shutouts in postseason history that's amazing or pry uh we can only hope elvis will be fine i i think that's a pretty big key for us going forward is just having one of the best tandems in the playoffs but like that you know what you know what else is crazy though about like what doesn't worry me, it does obviously worry me a little bit if we lose, if we don't have Elvis. But you know what? I'm also kind of like, ooh, we kind of got something good. Kev Lennox posted a shutout against the midseason form New York Rangers at the Garden. Yes. No, I, I, <laughs> and he's from Latvia. That I'm pre- that's where Elvis is from. So 
maybe there's just something in the water over there. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be a, a really interesting series. Uh I don't think we're gonna sweep them again. I so, think Yeah, let's 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 put to bed the Maple Leaf series because ultimately ultimately we we SF'd them. It was great. I'm gonna watch replays of it forever. Um not game four though. Or game two. Can, can we say can we can we say that game five yesterday was the biggest game in Blue Jackets franchise history? Um, I probably yeah I, I would say so. Uh, they just played they played how they did against uh, Tampa in like game three and four last year, which was they got out to the early lead and then they just shut the door on any other opportunities the other team was getting. That's what good hockey teams do. No, that's, that's what. That's what championship hockey yeah. teams do. It's not like regular season hockey is the flashy goals and everything, but that won't get you the Stanley Cup. What will get you the Stanley Cup is getting the grinding goals and then just not letting the other team get a whisper of a, a sniff of the net. Yeah, and they didn't, and they didn't. Well, and, they did once, but JT just absolutely shamed Oh, them. my gosh, man. That was – it. that – I don't – I don't want to know what a Maple Leafs fan is thinking because, frankly, SF them. I don't, I don't care about them. I, I think that's the craziest thing is they got, like, $33.5 million and like, their top three players, which I would presume is JT, Matthews, and Marner, and all 11 forwards for us is, like, $34 million. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. And, and you think about, like, Mitch Marner, right? Like He didn't – he was probably the – him and Nylander – him and Nylander were the two worst. And Marner gets paid more than any – he gets paid the most on the team. Like, you can you can, uh, you can, can crap on JT for that miss, but he had a goal and he was at least giving himself chances. Marner and Nylander were nowhere to be seen. Marner is not a playoff player. No, he doesn't have the grit. And people said that – people used to say about Matthews, like, he doesn't show up in the playoffs, but he He, he was their up. best player. He was. Him and, Morgan, him and Morgan Riley were their two most consistent players. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, real quickly thinking about the money thing. Like, their prize boy is Mitch Marner. He is, like, the Maple Leafs, like – Because he's from Toronto. Yeah. He, he's their prize boy. Him and JT. He, and then, like, our prize boy, I'd say, like, right now at the moment, based off this season, is, like, Z. Like, is that fair to say, like, Z is kind of like our, like – See, I, I don't think we have a prize boy. Right. We don't have one. But just for the sake of this stat that I'm about to bring up, well, like, you would say, most, like – He led the team in goals or was, like, one behind as a defenseman, so probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying – yeah, what I'm saying is, like no, – Mitch. I'm, Mitch well, right away for us is Seth Jones. Okay, but but just for the stat that I'm about to bring up, and it goes for Jones too. Marner is just as valuable, relatively the same to Toronto as Wierenski is to us, right? Relatively the same. Marner gets paid four times as much money than Wierenski does. Oh yeah, well four times as much. And Wawenski led the league as a blue line, like led the league in blue liners for a goal scored. No, it, it is absolutely crazy, but we also do have to keep in mind 
the reason we have so many low – our numbers are so low is because all, a lot of these guys are still on their RFA rookie deals. Like, Dubois is going to get paid. Yeah, oh, he's – Like, like he's only getting paid, like, point – like, he's still on his rookie deal. I think this is his last year of his rookie deal, which is below a million dollars. Yeah. Wrensky signed his three-year RFA deal going into the season. He's yeah, like four million. Paid. Yeah. Uh, so – Everyone like Texan, Hootie, they're probably all gonna get paid. Like they're all gonna get paid at some point. Uh, it's just a matter of all of them, like just realizing if they take a little less money, they can all play together and win. Yeah, what Boston got? That's what Boston's got. That's what St. Louis has got too, and they got yeah. a cup out of it. So uh, the, the Islanders, they got that. Like it's it's possible if you find the right group of guys. Yeah. Um, but we can, I mean, we can put that series aside. I mean, it feels good to talk about it. And like, I think, I think we I think game five was the biggest game the Jackets have ever played in franchise history. I do because that was a do or die game. The Blue Jackets have never played in a, in a winner takes all game. So that was really cool. And they, I think they performed. And we asked after them. We asked after them. I mean, we freaking shelved them, shelved them. And then, and the Nova Scotia bank arena is ours. Backpocketed them. Backpocketed them. And, I think now we're now talking about the Tampa Bay series. I think the Jackets are are very well matched up against the Lightning, especially if Stamkos and Hedman are out. I think like the lines are going to be crazy, and fa- the lines are going to favor the Lightning because obviously Chinese websites don't know what's going on. Yes, but I think I think mentally, I think the the like world knows that the that the Jackets are favored in this series. Now, what does scare me is that the Tampa Bay Lightning have that taste in their mouth. Oh, yeah. That, they're going to be thinking about last year. They have that taste in their mouth. And that's why I think this series is going to be – it's going to be tough. It I don't, is gonna be, it's, it's definitely not going to be a sweep like last year because last year we caught, we caught them off guard and they didn't know how to bounce back this year. This year they know what they're getting into, so they'll be they'll be more mentally prepared. Like by the time like by the time we were up two goals in game three, like the series was over. Like they didn't know what to do. Like even John Cooper, what he said was like a five alarm fire. Your head coach is just admitting, yeah, we're screwed right now. Yeah. Um, they're more mentally prepared this year, so I agree. It it'll be a tougher series. It won't be four games. No way. What what I do like flipping it and saying like what's different about this year for the jackets is that they're they've played meaningful games so they have their like playoff speed they're rolling playoff speed into the series whereas like tampa bay is going to be coming just getting on the entrance ramp onto the high highway so they're going to try to get up to 70 miles per hour and the jackets are already going that from what i've seen the only seeding team that like came out hot was Philly. Philly and then Western Conference, like Vegas, Vegas and Colorado. Vegas and Colorado. From what I've seen for the most part out of those games, it doesn't seem like anyone really came out big. Yeah, but they also, you know, they kind of know that those games didn't really matter. It's so weird. It's so weird to try to, like, get anything from it, but all you need to know is, like, Playing playoff games versus not playing playoff games gives an advantage to the team that was playing playoff games. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, you're 
you're still going to play a team that just got off the high of playing into the playoffs. So it doesn't really – Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, you'd probably want to play the Montreal Canadiens over the us and the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Islanders. But at the end of the day, you're still playing a team – like, the Montreal Canadiens, they, they're on a mental high of we just beat – Eight seven seven one in the Penguins. Yeah, they don't yeah. know how they did it, but they did. Yeah, I no, I'm I'm really excited for this round of sixteen. I think mentally for me, I'm telling myself now it's the playoffs. Like obviously it was the playoffs. Obviously we played playoff style, but like you're no further along than you were going into the series against Tampa Bay last year. It's a it's a complete reset, rematch, right. run it back. That's how you just have to take – I think that's what we learned from last year is you just got to reset every series. You, you got to reset. Like, yeah, keep the good thought – like, keep the momentum in the back of your head, but you just got to know it's a new series. Yeah. And I think what you allotted to at the beginning of this episode already is that Torts has built the experience with the team. I mean, you saw, like, the celebrations in the locker room after winning a game five, and, like, it wasn't, like, anything crazy. It wasn't like they were, like, you know, popping the bottles. Like, you know, they were tapping each other and saying, like, let's – like. and the thing is, like, Tom, like, by the time people are listening to this, it's literally game day. Like, literally – tomorrow at three. At three. You don't even have the whole day to think about it. People listening today. Yeah, dude, it's going to be a quick turnaround, and that's why we just want to, like – quickly crap this appy out for you because things are moving fast right now in the nhl and i gotta tell you i'm i'm excited as ever like if we want to just talk about the nhl as a whole i think like 95 percent of the series are really interesting matchups oh dude yeah i mean i mean like the series that just happened or the series that are about to happen i mean both really the series that are about to happen do you want to get into it and do, like, our quick run-through and predictions and then uh, package this one up? I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. I mean, I, I mean, you want to start off – We what are we saying? What are we predicting, Coates and, and Lightning? We want to just uh, roll into that while we pull it up on our phone? Coats and six. Coats and six? Yeah. It's not going to be a sweep. I don't think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. I bet they get – I wouldn't be surprised if it goes six or seven. It's one of those things where we don't really know with Hedman and Stamkos. So, yeah, since right now I don't know for sure that they're not going to be playing, I want to agree with you in six, but for the sake of it, I'll say seven games. And I will say the Jackets. I will say the Jackets pull through. Uh, my heart believes and my mind believes that the Jackets have the advantage in this, in this series because they are the more grind, go-get-it teams, and I think they got the better coach. When it comes um, to picking the, the how many games, I think that's like the, it's like nearly. It is hard. It is hard. It is hard because the Jackets should have ended. The Jackets should have beat the Maple Leafs in four, but it went five. So yeah, it is hard to predict. I agree with you. Uh, some of the other series, though, in the Eastern Conference, uh, a team, te- two teams that we're kind of familiar with, the Hurricanes and Bruins. Um, which, speaking of which, are you surprised that? five of the eight Eastern Conference teams are Metro teams and that the Habs, if the Habs wouldn't have beat the Penguins, it would have been six of eight Metro teams. That would have been crazy. 
Um, but, yeah, Hurricanes Bruins, Tom, who do you think you got? Um, I think this was one of the matchups I wanted to say was, like, I think it'll be, like, a blood – like, it'll be a bloodbath of a good series because um, Carolina is in the same boat as uh, Tampa is for us. They got sweeped last year in the ECF. They were one series away from going to the finals, and they got sweeped by Boston. So, and I think they're a lot better this year. They'll be better prepared. I'm going to take the Canes because Boston sucked in the seeding games. I know he said there's not a lot of weight behind that, but they still didn't show a single thing. So I'll take Kane. I'll take Canes and I'll take Canes in five. Dang, Tom. Really flipping the scripts from last year to this year. I mean, listen, Tom, I think the Canes showed a lot in the first three games against the Rangers, but I think it's a little skewed because I think you got early October Rangers from this past season or this past regular season where the Rangers, like, they didn't really warm up and make their playoff push until midseason when Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin could play together. So I think what you saw from the Rangers isn't really a test of what their team is. Or or they lost on purpose because they knew they were going to get the first pick. Lafreniere, yeah. So, like, I think when I look at Boston, um, I don't really know what to make of the exhibition games. I'll tell you one thing that is for sure. For sure. This team that you saw in the exhibition games for Boston will not be the same team that you see in this series. They are going to get on the boards. They're going to play hard. Pasta is going to score goals. Bergeron's going to ball out. Marchand's going to show up. And Tuca is going to play amazing. I think that's what's going to happen. And I think I'm going to take the Bruins in six. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Cause I, I, it's one of the most interesting matchups. I hope Boston shows up. Cause I think it, it I think this could be another series that could go seven. Yeah, it will be a good series. So I'm going to, we differ on that. Then I'll take a, I'll take the Bruins in, in six there. The next matchup in the Eastern conference, we got, Barry Trotz, the Barry Trotz matchup. Isles Barry and Trotz, Barry Trotz revenge tour. Barry Trotz, Barry, Barry Trotz. This, this one to me is a true toss-up. I don't know which way to lean. Yeah. This is going to be – this game, I, this series I think will be seven games. I think – Almost guaranteed, I think. Yeah. I think I got to go Isles just because Barry Trotz built that beast in Washington. He's going to know how to take it down, or that's what you would think, right? Yeah. I think that plays a huge advantage going against a former team. And I just think what the Isles did to the or to the uh, Penguins last year, I think they've proven that they can handle superstars. Granted, the Habs just did that to the Penguins, basically. But I think the Isles are a really good playoff team. I think they – have the juice to win the series. I just don't know how I feel about the the Capitals are the both these teams are too like they can be good or they can be really bad. Like so, and, I think it'll be and, seven games. I think it'll be. I I think um I I think it's going to be Capitals though. I think they're the better team. I think in like they're when you think of both teams, you think of complete opposites. You think of Washington. You think of Ovechkin, Carlson, Kuznetsov, and Backstrom scoring a ton and then when you think of the islanders you think of them just holding teams to one or two goals if there's one guy that did not show up for this exhibition series it was Ovi. i mean that guy come on he had to know this is a joke right yeah, i'm just kidding you think he really cared yeah no he does he, he now, now he it's time care. to go 
now he it's time to go. Ovi is gonna. Gosh, I love watching him. There. Um. Wait. So, what's your official pick, Isles? I'll take Isles and seven. All right. Uh, I'll roll with the. I'll roll with the Caps. And then, lastly, the series that you have already started to lean like that way, but we got Habs and Flyers. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm with a lot of people, and I think the Flyers are gonna. I think they're gonna dump me them. I think it's gonna oh, be. If you, pick, if you pick the Habs, you're you're dumb. I think it's a sweep, Flyers sweep. It's either a sweep or a gentleman sweep. You want to take the gentleman sweep? I'm gonna take the gentleman sweep. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Carey Price stands on his head for one game. All right, let's move out east, and uh, we got Yotes and Avs. Yotes, gosh, they're they. I. What did you feel about Yotes against the Predators? Was that a surprise to you that they came out of that series? The Predators are butt. They're butt cheeks. I mean, on paper, you would say you would say Preds all the way, but they're just not good. They're not good. They're the Sharks. They are the Sharks. They are dwindling away in the Western yeah. Conference, just like the Sharks did. Yeah, honestly, like they both teams had that run from like twenty. 14 to like 2017 you'd say that it was like a three to four year run and now they're just kind of fading away into the distance I'd say that's the Preds but I mean also like I would give the Preds a little credit like they did hire a new head coach like right before the 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 pause so I'm sure like they didn't really they didn't have any time to work with them but I, I can't say I was too surprised with the Yotes. No, yeah, but and transitioning that into this series, I think, I think we just talked about how the Flyers are a wagon. I think I think Colorado's a just straight oh, dude. wagon, dude. I had Nate Dog on my fantasy team, dude. That like Colorado is the hot gun in the Western Conference. I had Nate Dog on my fantasy team, and then they got Kale McCarr on the back end. They got. Kadri, Landis Cog, Ratanen. They got Eric Johnson. No, that and they got Sticks. He's what do you got? Sticks is and they got Kadri. They got Nazem Kadri, bro. Yeah, like yeah, this team yeah. is. Um, I think that's what Toronto was missing. Not to go back, they were missing. Yeah, no, they were missing some grit. They needed the grit. We needed that. He might have gotten suspended a couple games, but he would have helped a bit. They got the all-star breakfast, and they ordered sausage patties, but they needed some grits. Yeah, they needed some grits. Uh, I got to go Avs. Nate Dog was on my fantasy team. Uh, he helped me win the inaugural Hockey Dudes League, even though Congrats. got cut short. Hey, there's an asterisk next to that, though. No playoffs. I was ready to roll. You were ready to roll. I you won it. To- you won it. There's just an asterisk. So There's how just you, an asterisk. How you can give me an asterisk, but not, not put the asterisk on the on 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 the Stanley Cup? Because they're actually playing playoffs. I was ready. I was halfway through the first. I know game. it's not your fault. You'd ra- you'd rather have a title, but a title with an asterisk than than no title. I would have dominated everybody. I think you would have, but we don't know. Um, I got to go with the Abs. Nate Dog was on my fantasy team this year. He lit it up. He's. He's so filthy. He can get the puck in the neutral zone and just skate by people. And uh, he's like the opposite of McDavid. McDavid will dangle you when he breaks by you. McKinnon just, like, pure snipes it every time. So, so you get abs and what? Abs and five. Gentleman sweep. 
Can I'll take Avs and I'll take the I'll take the sweep. I'll take the sweep. I'll take Avs and four. Um, we got Canucks. We got Canucks and Blues. I think this will be a good series. I think this one will be a lot like um, Canes and Bruins. I was gonna say uh, New York and uh, Washington. I think St. Louis St. Louis show, can show they have the firepower, but they're very structured like. Whereas Vancouver is very off. I I'd like to say they're very offensive heavy with the young guns. Um, that's why I think it's a lot like the Canes and and no, Bruins that, that, though, because that, that, the no, you you weren't wrong because they they do have the flash with Patterson and and Besser, and then they got Quinn Hughes, who is <laughs> they got J T Miller too, who's been balling out for him. Yeah, bro, Horvath. Uh, I. Brandon Tanev. Yeah. I, great I'll, steal from Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Vancouver. I'm going to take Vancouver. Yeah. Oh. Vancouver in seven. All right. He likes Vancouver and the Canes. Yep. I'll jump on the Nucks train, too. That just got me a little juice. Why not? There's some curveballs in there. You know? Go Nucks. Go Nucks. Throw some curveballs. The Knox are that perfect Canadian team to go all the way to the SCF and just and then, die. And then, and then lose and their whole city just starts burning yeah. cars down. I'm rooting for that. Well, I'm not rooting for anybody to get hurt, but I'm rooting for no, – No one get hurt, but – No one get hurt. Burn cars. Burn cars. I'm voting for burn you cars. Remember, you remember seeing that in 2011 when they lost to Boston? Absolutely. They're like, like – even, even when they won the gold medal and it wasn't even their NHL team, it was the national team, same thing, basically. They yeah, burn cars. They just burn cars. Yeah. No problem with that. But people are telling me you should have voted for Bernie Sanders, and I tell them you should have voted for burning cars. Burning cars, yes. <laughs> no political talk. We only talk about burning cars. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I'm voting for. I'm going to go for – you said Vancouver and what, though? Seven? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take Vancouver and six. Love it. Go Knox. Go freaking Knox, baby. Go Knox, dude. I had Brock Besser on my fantasy team, too, so. Your fantasy team was so sick. They were disgusting. Um. Now the next matchup. Sorry, I'm scrolling down. Who else? Dallas, we got? Oh, Calgary. Calgary and Dallas, man. That's gonna be a good one. I think I said this. I just joined a podcast. Yeah, I just was seven games. I just was on talking hockey. I think I think it's the Flames, though. I think it's the Flames. Guaranteed I think seven, though. I th- uh, I don't know if I'll guarantee. If you want to take, I'll wait to hear what you what team you pick. But the reason why I'm taking the Flames is because I think Matthew Kachuk. He's a rat. Has, he him. not only is a rat, but he has fully grown into a playoff man. Like no, I he, love, I love, I love him as a player. He is ready to take the team. And Cam Talbot played great. He played great against the Winnipeg Jets. Granted, the Jets were out without Shifley, and then who else got hurt? Someone else big for him, like Line. So, oh, Line got hurt. Right, little goat face. Um. Granted, the Flames did beat a Boo Boo Cheeks Jets. The Stars were off to a terrible start after playing no hockey coming out of the offseason into the regular season. I think I think the the Stars are just that team that can't get off to hot starts. Um, and no pun intended, but the Flames, they're burning right now. They're burning hot. No, I, I remember uh, texting you like, Back in October or November, about Matthew Kachuk, and I was like, "Have you seen this kid?" Like, I think I was like, "Man, 
I love the way he plays, and I think he's going to bust it this year. And being a rat is not a negative thing, by the way. If you're listening to this out there and you think yes. being a rat is a negative thing, we love rats. We were rats. Some rats. Some that, rats. that was our fraternity nickname. There's, oh. there's some dirty rats out there. We don't like them. Marshawn and I don't like Blue footing, not a fan. Marshawn can go eat a pile of twigs. Yes, uh, but I love Matthew Kachuk. He he just finds a way to like play with that, play the line, and it's so he he's built for playoff hockey. Uh, I I agree with you. What you said, with Dallas slow starts. Uh, that's why I'll take Flames in seven. I'll take Flames in six. Um, series though, it will be great. I'm really excited for it. The last series that we are uh, peeking our heads into is going to be. The team that you told me to watch out for but ended up getting against on your parlay. Hawks and six. Hawks and six over the Knights. Hawks and six. I can't agree with you there. I told you. I freaking told you. I was like, no, man. Hawks in the playoffs. Watch out. I I know it's the Oilers. They got all the power, but something about you put toes and caner in in the postseason that they'll switch somehow and they sure they sure did i bet against them in a parlay and it was the only reason i lost that parlay so hawks and six all right you know a lot of people are rolling with the hawks um i think this is a good series i, too, I think it is a good series gosh this is a good series because the hawks to their credit they beat a very talented oilers team but at the same time with the Oilers, they're not structured correct. Like, they have a lot of holes on their team, man. The they Oilers have a lot of holes. They got no blue line. They got no blue line. They got two players that can score on command. But at Tendy, they, they got nothing between Smith and Koskinen's okay. They are a very weak team that I don't hold in that high regard for them beating. Um, and, and, you know, I think the Hawks could absolutely win the series, but because for the sake of picking, I'll take, I'll take Knights and I'll take Knights and six. I picked a lot of game sevens just with the hope that one of them goes seven. That we just have a ton of hockey to watch. Well, like I said, it's really hard to pick the amount of games. So I just figured if I pick the number for all of them, I'm bound to get one. What if every series goes seven games? I went. I, went <laughs> I probably went around like six for eight or something. How much money would you have bet total net if every game goes, if every series goes seven games? That's a lot of games to bet on, man. Eight, seven eight, games. eight times seven, sixty-four. What? Wait, oh, no, that's not right. Chief math guy. I did eight times seven, times seven, fifty-six. Yeah. Yeah. 56 hockey games. Math guy. Uh, That'd be amazing. Real quickly, I had to bring this up. All teams would be dead by round two. They'd be dead. They'd be dead. What if every series for the rest of the year could go seven games? (laughs) We'll be watching hockey until December. So much hockey. Um, I got to ask this because now that we're just doing – just stupid talk. Did you see what Jody – I only heard somebody say this. I didn't watch it myself. But did you hear what Jody said to Rimmer 
at the end of the broadcast yesterday after the Jackets won game five? Maybe. He said something along the lines of, I guess the Blue Jackets just like going against blue and white teams. Yeah. I did. So you heard this? Yes. It, can you walk me through a situation? Because I heard there was just like a five-second pause, and Rims just gave that like death stare. Like he was so confused. And Jody just kind of like <laughs> chuckled after like the five-second pause. That I think that's why like I was getting ready to like just hit the hay because I was like, man, we won, but I need to go to bed. I remember him. There were a couple moments throughout the entire game. Jody said some just out of his mind, hilarious, and just Rims just sat there for like thirty seconds. Oh God, there was a good one like mid game. I forget what it was though. Jody got me though. He's such a clown. Do you think Grims is a little upset he didn't get invited into the bubble? Nobody did. I think Bob is Bob Bob Gallagher has to be there. No, he's he's down low. He's down low at the Schweido. He's da- just on the ice at the Schweid. I don't know if he's down ice. He's in like a he's in like a media room or something. I see and he's just it. watching the TV. I've I saw photos of him and uh Dylan just watching it on TV. But they got the sound piped in. How are they getting the sound? Beats me. I've seen him. Wa- I've seen him watching games on the TV, calling it. Speaking of which, now that we can laugh about it, I was listening to the radio call of Game Four. You know, because when the Jackets went to overtime, I was watching at McKenzie's house. Had a thirty-minute drive home, and I was like, I don't want to watch what's about to happen with my eyeballs. I'll just listen onto the radio. Plus, I love a good radio call. When the Jackets win, I love a good Bob Miguel get game over overtime call. But I was listening, and the Jackets went on the they went on the man down, and Bob Miguel get says before they face off, he's like, "I got to be honest, this game's probably over." Like he just says that over the radio. But he said what every smart hockey fan for the Blue Jackets was thinking, and you can hear the sound in the background, and all you hear is, "Yeah." Like you just, you just yeah. hear the few players like are going like yeah, and Bob McGillig says, it's Bob McGillig, this is Bob McGillig's call. Austin Matthews puts it in the net. You're listening to the Columbus Blue Jackets radio on the El Dorado Scioto Downs Radio Network. Kids, it straight to commercial. He, he just nonchalantly says, Austin Matthews puts this one away, and like because you know you know more than oh yeah yeah. You see that? Yeah, they got the setup. It's like they're just in like a some random room in the Schweido. Some closet. All right, Tom. I got nothing else for you, man. Uh, have you seen the conspiracies on the on the draft tonight? The 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 lottery draft. Oh, dude, it's so rigged. I mean, the Rangers got back to back second second overall and first overall pick. But did you see what happened? The ball, the the Maple Leafs ball, rimmed around a couple Whoa. times in the tube. Oh, did you see what the ball guy did? What did he do? So it was really weird. And did like, he pull a magic trick? No, no. It was really weird and completely overplayed. He like opens the briefcase and you see the eight ping pong balls with the logos. So he pulls out a ball. He holds it above like the little tube he drops it in, and. The lady who was doing NBCSN, like, says, here's the Nashville Predators. They've never had a first-round pick. 
but their highest pick was this, and they used it to get this. Like, she's doing this for every team. And then they asked Gary Bettman to confirm the logo on every ball. I was like, what are you t- – like, everybody can see the ball and the logo. Like, why does this man got to stand here and confirm every logo? And he'd be like, confirm Nashville Predators. Confirmed Edmonton Oilers. I'm like, this is just completely obnoxious. Milking so, it out. Milking out. Milking, milking it out. They take it to the New York Rangers ball. He drops it early. He drops it in the tube early, has the saddest look on his face, like, oh, my God, I just did that. And he lifts it, like, he scoops it back out so she can do her little reading, and Gary Bettman confirms, like, that is the New York Rangers ball. Only ball he did it with. So everybody's losing their minds because of it. Well, because the New York Rangers ball had – they had – a warm-up game. They got they got to get in and get a feel of the tube. They were like, the ball's weighted or the ball's not heavy. And like, something's wrong with the ball. <laughs> he dropped it in. He, 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 the ball got a feel of the tube, of the little vat it was in first. That's unfair. Like, it's so funny. He only did that. He only dropped the ball early. Before the lady read the thing about the team and Gary Bettman confirmed the team, he only did, dropped it early with one ball, and it was the Rangers, and they ended up winning it. I mean, they waited this long to do the actual lottery pick for number one, and they were obviously milking out TV time. If I was there, as a, even as a producer that wasn't supposed to be talking, if I was there – I would have been like, I would have got out from behind the camera and been like, yo, 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 hold up. You got to redo that. You got to go get, you got to go get eight new balls. You got to get eight new balls. Like the crazy thing is. That's unfair. That ball got to feel the tube first. Like they were building up like the person bringing in the balls is like a broker for this law firm. Like, and like the guy dropping the balls is like this Vegas guy or something. Like, completely blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> and then they flip it up. They flip it up. The SF it. It was so fun. I'm like, I'm like, the Rangers are going to win this. And everyone, everyone's going to talk about how the Rangers ball got dropped before they finished the reading and confirming of the logo. Rangers balls dropped too early. You got to feel the tube. They got to feel the tube. and then the tube That's a huge ball. advantage. That's and a huge advantage for that ball. And the Leafs ball was JT hit the post twice. Oh, dink, dink. Double doink. Double I, loved, double. I loved that they actually zoomed in on the ball. You know no, what they should have done? They should have had the ball trackers, like some graphic that like was actually yeah. tracking every ball. You know what they actually should have done? They should have done a good old-fashioned – like you know those marble sets that they build, and no, they like, should just it, like yeah. first first one to win the race. Yeah, yeah. They, they just the drop race. all the marbles and they're like spinning around the funnel. Which one's gonna get down the tube first? That would have been and fun. into the next. <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been insane. We got a lot of idea ideas for them. They they got yeah, to hire us, please hire us. And don't. If you're going to hire a ball guy, don't have him SF it. It's not that hard. You just drop the ball. See, like, they should have gotten eight new ping pong balls. 
Because now the Rangers got the first pick. You know what would have been amazing TV, though, is if they would have been like, Garrett Bettman would be like, nope, 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 can't do it anymore. Get out Tuesday. the market. See you next Tuesday. We got to redo it. See you next Tuesday. Or if somebody – or if he was just like, get out the Marvels. Get out the Marvels. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, it's still just so terrible that a team that made the playoffs, quote, unquote, gets the first <laughs> over to the Detroit Red Wings, who at one point, like, had le- less wins than the amount of coaches being fired in the season. Yeah, yeah. Hey, my internet connection is unstable. I just got the notification, so I might lose you. But you're absolutely right. The Red Wings, um, I hope they had fun in the 90s. That's all I got to say because – 90s, early, mid-2000s. Just watch the 90s tapes over again. Don't watch this next year. It will not – They got a cop in 08. And do not get on Twitter.com. You will not have fun. No, but – you can tell your dog. <laughs>